Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us, and more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل أقطة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين all praise and thanks to Allah hi everyone I hope you are good and well in good health and imam of faith إن شاء الله and in today's episode I would like to share with you Eight habits of highly rich people or wealthy individuals. I was recently reading an article in Success Magazine by Tom Corley. Tom Corley is the author of a book called Rich Habits, subtitled The Daily Success Habits of Wealthy Individuals. Tom Corley was a business accountant who noticed that the difference between those who he considers as rich or wealthy and those who he considers as less of was not their intelligence or talent or charm, which he says all those things are great, but I realized the difference was in their daily habits. And he considers the rich or the well-off as those with an annual gross income of more than $160,000 a year and who have a net assets of $3 million or more. And he defines the less of in America as those with a gross income or yearly income of $35,000 or less and who have no more than $5,000 of assets. And what he's realized though was these little habits, everyday habits, were staggering. And of course the reason why it makes sense is as we mentioned before, how you spend your time and your days is how you live your life. So obviously, that has an impact in shaping your existence and your future. You don't decide your future, you decide your habits and your habits will decide your future. So in every area, in every aspect of our life is determined by our everyday habits. And that's why we say that the successful people know walks of life. They make good decisions and choices which lead to their everyday habits and routine, which help them to succeed in in their endeavors and in every area or aspects of their life. So when we talk about financial, it makes no difference whether it's mental, emotional, spiritually, relationship, they're all interconnected together, right? So anyway, and in this particular magazine article, he mentions 16 habits that if we can implement and integrate it into our lives, we too can be uh, better off financially by creating good habits that can make us healthier and happier rather than getting into bad habits such as like debt, which will bring you, of course, stress and anxiety. And the Prophet used to make dua, makes used to pray and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from debt. So inshallah, what I'm going to do, 
I'm going to share with you eight of my favorite ones out of those 16 he mentions in the magazine. So without further ado, inshallah, let's begin. The first one, of course, is no surprises, is purpose. Wealthy people or um, highly rich people have a purpose. Now, people have different types of purpose. When we say the word purpose, it can mean two things. It can mean the philosophical one of like what's the purpose and the meaning of life. And people have different centers. So some people have faith center. So like us as Muslims. And of course, the other faith, Christianity, Jews and Buddhists and all the different types of religious people. They have, they have faith-centered purpose, but some people are family-centered, some people are Korea and money-centered, some people are humanity and universal-centered, and some people, of course, are marriage-centered or dream and passion-centered. For example, and when it comes to dream and passion-centered, I've recently learned of a story of two Australian entrepreneurs who wanted to start in a restaurant business but it didn't work out, so they started a cleaning company, cleaning offices, and now it's become successful. They have 2,500 employees, and they believe their purpose is taking responsibility for all those 2,500 people. So in other words, they think their purpose is a cause that's greater than themselves, rather than like self-centered, like instead of them just thinking about their business is to serve their, you know, their wants and needs and desires and so on. They're thinking about a greater cause. And then, of course, there's people who are marriage-centered. They really, they are people who are, think the purpose of life is love, right? So people, the question of purpose, the reason why purpose matters is on the other side is, is it really answers the question, why are you doing this? So in other words, as well, on a, on a lower degree, would be why do you want to be financially better off or why do you want to get rich or why would you want to so you might for example as a muslim person you might want to build a mosque and you might want to feed the poor people you might want to you know do set up a charity an ongoing charity even when you're gone and so on and forth and you might want to put your kids through the best school that's why like people who are career or money-centered or family-centered might think like that so so on so anyway successful individual people have a purpose and they have projects that are related to that purpose so that's the first one the second habits of highly rich people or wealthy individualists they have goals goals give them direction on a day-to-day basis and he said that 70 percent of the people who we interviewed or who we consider as the wealthy individuals 70 percent of them have goals whereas in those who we consider as less of only 3% of them have goals. And if you think about it, it makes sense. If you have a purpose, you're usually going to have goals and projects that are related to that purpose, right? And also, on a day-to-day, it gives you direction, which helps you to create good habits and helps you, you know, to be stable in your life. The purpose of, say, for example, as a Muslim, your long-term purpose is, of course, to worship Allah, right? Then your goals might be to learn Quran, and to learn Arabic, it might be, you know, to get a, to get a degree in a particular field, and so on and forth. And then, of course, on a day to day, it's the things that you will do. So, successful people, the second habit they have is they have goals. And the third habit of highly rich people or wealthy individuals is they live with their means. 
He said that those who he considered as wealthy or rich, he said they invest 20% of their income into their future self and then they live on the remaining 80%. Other habits they have is they invest on long-term saving and projects. So like they might invest in a business, they might invest in a company. So they have long-term saving strategies. Whereas in those who are struggling and living are living above their income, they've got bad habits of overspending, spending more than they earn, which obviously leads to overwhelming debt and a downward spiral from there. And then it becomes that struggle. You get caught up in that and you end up becoming a prisoner of your circumstances or you struggle to find a way out. So live with your means. The fourth habit of highly in rich people are wealthy individualists. They read every day. No surprises. They read. He said that eighty-eight percent of the people who he interviewed read thirty minutes or more, and they mainly focused on educational or personal development or career development. Whereas in those who are struggling, only one out of fifty people and read a book. So that's one out of fifty people. Only one person had the habit of reading. For those who are who he considers as less off. The fifth habit of highly rich or wealthy people is they have good emotional self-control. And it makes sense, he's saying, because it was we mentioned about the importance of emotional intelligence that obviously your ability to get along with other people would depend on good self-control. Because if you said everything that was on your mind <laughs> or if you said everything that you were harboring in your heart of course, you will not have many friends or family. <laughs> so obviously, you have to have good emotional self-control and also your ability to get along with other people, open stores and opportunities for you. So that's the thing that successful people have a good habit of, having a good emotional self-control. The sixth habit of highly rich people or wealthy individuals, they talk less and listen more. In fact, he says, he's got a little mathematical formula. He says a five to one ratio is about right. He said you should listen to others for five minutes for every one minute that you speak. He said that wealthy people are good communicators because they are, because they have a good habit of listening and they understand that you can also learn and educate yourself only by listening to what other people have to say. So the more you learn about your relationships and the more you'll be able to, you know, help them and see opportunities and so on and forth. So he said develop the good habit or the beautiful habit of listening. That's one thing I need to work on. I have a habit of talking about habits too much. I need to ask questions and listen. But I'm working on it, inshallah, working on it. <laughs> inshallah. Obviously, you know what they say, bad habits die hard, so be patient. And as I came across a beautiful quote by Stephen Cutler, he said, quote, old habits die hard. Learn to love slow progress. Learn to forgive yourself for the inevitable backsliding. So, yeah, definitely I need to work on that, inshallah. <laughs> and talk less and listen more. And the seventh habit of, of highly rich people or wealthy individuals, they avoid toxic people. He said successful people have a good habit of is spending their time with other wealthy or successful people because 
they associate with these other successful people came across a quote that said always and associate yourself with those who can improve you i think it was a, a, an ancient greek uh, quote so he's saying that whereas those who who are struggle financially this is surprise you that said 96 of them of course associate and stick with people who are also struggling financially so and that's why they even say that people who put on weight easily usually and often the people who they associate with are also people who easily who put on weight because it makes sense in it because that's why they say show me your friends and i'll show you your future and as i mentioned to you before my story i fell in with the wrong crowd of friends not once not twice but three times and each time i ended up in a bad place why because show me your friend and i'll show you your future as they say birds of feathers flock together so if you associate yourself with um five billionaires you soon be a six billionaire if you associate yourself with five millionaires you soon be a six millionaire and if you associate yourself with an uh, islamic scholars or any scholars of any field you soon be the sixth scholar and if you associate yourself with five stupid people sorry to tell you <laughs> but you will soon be the sixth stupid person and that's why i find myself in that's why i'm so careful with who i spend my time and you know how you because remember how you spend your time and how you spend your days is how you spend your life so obviously like i mentioned to you before as well that your thoughts your everyday thoughts are usually and often influenced by not only your emotion but by those people who are around you and your behavior is governed and influenced by the places the spaces or the environment where you spend your time so the seventh habit of highly wealthy individualists they associate with people who are who can improve them in other words they avoid toxic people obviously as a muslim you have to be patient if it's family <laughs> you can't get rid of them you have to be patient with your family and have a forgiveness mentality inshallah we'll talk about the importance of having good friends and forgiveness in future episodes but when it comes to when it comes to family say be patient when it comes to your friend of course you can change them inshallah and the eighth habit of highly rich people or wealthy individualists they don't give up he said those quote those who are successful in life have three things in common focus persistence and patience they simply do not quit chasing their big goals whereas those who struggle financially stop short and you know what it reminds me of a quote and um, by angela and angela tahwef in her book great by passion and resilience how the secrets to success we will inshallah review that book in future episode she said quote how many of us start something new full of excitement good intention and then give up permanently when we encounter the first obstacle the first long plateau then she goes and answers many of us it seems quit what we start far too early and far too often and she goes on to say that even more than the effort a gritty person puts on a single day what matters is that they wake up the next day and the next ready to go on and keep on going so yeah successful people don't give up of course and we could talk about islamic perspective our prophet for 23 years and he kept going and going and going yes with a divine support for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but then there was also bilal 
radiallahu anhu who was getting tortured and tortured and tortured by his and as a slave by his master after he became a Muslim he just kept going and going and going so that's the different thing about that as well it will sometimes start and even people they start good habits like marriage and then after nine months or ten months or even less than a year you see family and friends and people in the community who less than a year have been married have been divorced and that's why even 50% of marriages actually end up in divorce so that's the big goal same as like in sometimes you start an interest or a passion and then you give up you want to lose weight then you give up so successful people don't give up so inshallah and i'll leave you with that for today's uh, episode so remember and habits shape our existing and our future in this life and day after whether it be mental habits, emotional habits, spiritual habits, or in this case, financial habits, right? Because how we spend our time and our days is how we spend our lives. So obviously, we need to become aware and make sure, as we say, you don't decide your future, you decide your habits, and your habits will decide your future. So inshallah, I encourage myself and you to break your bad habits in every aspects and to make as many good ones as possible in our lifetime. But remember to also work on one area, one one thing at a time. Don't try to start a revolution in every department of your life. <laughs> Otherwise, you overwhelm yourself and definitely give up. So inshallah, one step at a time. As the saying say, Rome was not built in a day. Or the Chinese say, the journey to a thousand miles starts with one step. So inshallah, I encourage you to take one step towards a good habit. Or take or break in a bad habit and I'll leave you with that and please if you found this beneficial do me a favor and share it with family and friends and until the next episode inshallah take care and I wish you success in this life and the hereafter and I ask Allah to give us all Allah give us good in this life and the hereafter and safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh